Welcome to HorrorFatal.com, almost live, where sarcasm goes to the movies and snark watches TV, with your hosts, the Horror Fatal and the Diva Mummy. Welcome to HorrorFatal.com, almost live, I'm your host, the Horror Fatal, bringing you this week's horror news, reviews, recaps, and information. As always, I ask you to like, subscribe, or both on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or whatever platform you're listening to this cast on. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy The chocolate bars and the candy So let's all go to the lobby To get ourselves a treat Let's all go to the lobby To get ourselves a treat Normally right here we would have movie news But I've decided to do something very different Because it's the Halloween the first Halloween episode anyway for to introduce the month of October instead of doing any news because who really cares <laughs> um, we're going to do three film reviews because it's a very very busy month for me I have screeners coming out of my ears and so that's a good thing though um, I played that old school intro thing because I know we all still miss the movie theaters but we're not going for a long time <laughs> at least not in the, the state of California but um, that's perfectly fine with me I think that the reason why I'm just choosing to do all these movie reviews is because we have some really good things coming out in our genre that um, I don't think anybody else does <laughs> we we have wall to wall films so you couldn't possibly be bored I get you miss the feel of a movie theater because I do too because it's something about watching a horror movie in the freaking cold dark of a movie theater that's you know nothing quite like it but we can't go but we have some really really killer pun intended films that are being released especially now um, in the month of October and you have to look at the good so let's do that we're gonna look at the good I have three that we're gonna discuss that I had the pleasure of watching and reviewing and all three of these reviews are up at horrorfatale.com where I do much better job of not speaking words but actually writing words I'm better at that but <laughs> we're gonna ramble on through so we're gonna kick off the first one with a very cool one called let it snow it'll just be us snow two boards and black ridge I hope you enjoy your stay. I just wanted to tell you something. You shouldn't go to the Black Ridge. There are other places you can go, more beautiful and less dangerous. Danger? That's exactly what we're after. Five days ago, a man disappeared there. Okay, let's do this. There's a heavy bomb! 
That was the trailer for Let It Snow. Um, again, if you go to horrorfatale.com, you can read my exclusive interview that I got to have with Ivana Sacano, who is the star of the the film. It's um, a Lionsgate release. Um, it is... I didn't give it the stars, but I will give it... I will do it now. I will give it three stars. Um, you have to work really hard to get more than three stars from me. <laughs> but um, it's it's pretty good. It was... I. It can be described to me as a... a Cat and mouse game in the snow. That's the best way to put it. Um, Ivana Sakenho, she has been in Pacific Rim Uprising, The Spy Who Dumped Me, and she was in that show on Hulu, High Fidelity. Um, and she plays Mia, the character that's being hunted in the snow. And we don't, you, you're not immediately um, gonna figure out or shown who is actually chasing her. But um, this, it's kind of the hitcher. It's like hitcherish. The <laughs> hitcherish. The guy is chasing her in the snow for we don't know why. You know, we can only, you know, at the beginning, you're only going to be given a little bit of clues as to why he's chasing her. Um, but this character shows so much determination, and you already know she's going to be the final girl. So when I talked to her about, you know, making the movie, because it's beautiful. First of all, it's beautiful shots. It's all, like, snow-covered and all of this. And so, I, you know, I had to ask her, you know, what was it like, you know, to shoot on that terrain? And she said the entire, you know, filming process was challenging, you know. But there's one scene in there. She was in an avalanche trap. And she said that, you know, the crew built this wooden room in the middle of the mountains underneath an entrance you know in a window so they could look through it and all that but she was kind of like covered her entire upper body is like covered in in with snow and she was telling how you know she got to be kind of she wasn't really claustrophobic before that but she was then so i can understand that and you know i asked her did she feel um it's creeped out because she's she's being hunted and watched. It's real creepy um, how she felt about that. And she said, yeah, she, she did have that feeling she was being watched. It was really present when she was reading it. Um, so I suggest that you go read the entirety of the interview. And um, it'll give you a feel of, of what it was like to make the film and the things that she went through. The movie isn't perfect because there isn't ever one. But um, Slash... Slaskif Komparlov, <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce his name. I'm sorry, it's 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 a Russian name, and that's really hard for me. A lot of vowels there together, but hopefully I got it right. He did a pretty decent job with this movie because it's his very first um, feature, it's his very first English feature, and he does he spends the first half of the film trying to get you um, brought in with this character of Mia, like you care whether she makes it out. They flesh her character out just a little bit. I would have liked to know the background, because she she's truly determined to survive. But you want her to. Um, let's see. Stylistically, it's gorgeous. Like I said, it's it's really a gorgeously shot film, and because of the terrain and the location, I'm really not sure how he could make it not be. <laughs> but um, there's a really good scene where there's this. The, the guy that's chasing her the, um, he like 
takes her fiance when he captures the fiance and I'm not spoiling here because uh, that's actually in the trailer if you watch the trailer on harftail.com um, you'll see it where he puts these roses around him in the snow and he takes this snow this uh, snowman and it's full, it's a bloody snowman it's just creepy very well done um, two scenes um, I'm, like I said I give it a three stars but I hope you guys watch it it's right now it's out on demand and in digital and on DVD um, so that's the first movie that will kick off my my three reviews that I'm doing but it's it's really it like I said it's a really good movie it's it's not the you know it's not perfect there's there's always gonna be a not perfect but it's pretty good hi hi so what are you running from running well this place looks uh Haunted. I'm writing. Oh, really? Me too. So what are you working on? It's kind of a revenge story about werewolves. Have you written anything I've read? Or? I just wrote a book called um, Venus. You wrote Venus. You're a best-selling author. I'm so sorry. This road is actually only for best-selling authors, so I might kick you out. You're not so great. Huh. Power outage. I'm bored. Let's tell each other scary stories. Have cheese, have veggie, right? You seem like a fella who might be interested in some scary stories. And you seem correct. Hit me, Scaremaster. So, uh, there's this little boy. You hear something? This is the part in the story where the creepy strings kick in. Everything goes into slow motion. Jesus Christ, dude. It's a good story, right? It's just been done, like, I don't know, six or seven hundred times. Just because you're the best-selling author doesn't mean you get to school me on story. Actually, yes, it does. Look at you! You are emasculated! I'm going to get you. Run, Jason! <laughs> no witnesses! Do one of about dead babies. Like an army of them? You know, they got like little baby hands. It's just like, we don't want bottles, we want blood, you know? <laughs> Fred, what are you doing with that poker? This part of the story? That was the trailer for Scare Me, which was directed and written by Josh Rubin. It stars Josh Rubin, Aya Cash, and Chris Reed. Um, it runs about an hour and 44 minutes, and I gave it three stars at horrorfatale.com. It's one of those meta of it all. This is what I got. It's meta for meta, but it's winking at you and it's self-aware and it does all those tropes plus some horror tropes so let's get into it um fred played by josh rubin who was in college humor 
Um, he looks familiar to me, but I cannot tell you right off the bat where I've seen him before. He plays a frustrated copywriter. He checks into a winter cabin to start his first novel. While juggling in nearby woods, he meets Fanny, Aya, played by Aya Cash, and she's in You're the Worst and The Boys. She's a successful and the describer is smug young horror writer who fuels his insecurities. During the power outage, Fanny challenges Fred to tell a story. As the storm sets in, the time passes. The two spin spooky tales fueled by the tensions between them, and Fred is forced to confront his ultimate fear. Fanny is a better storyteller. The stakes are raised when they're visited by a horror fan, Chris Reed, who's in um, another film that we're going to talk about in, in a few seconds. I saw him a lot this weekend, but um, Chris Reed, Red, I'm sorry, is in Saturday Night Live, as you know, and he, he delivers levity and a pizza to the proceedings. Um, it's, I give it three stars because it's, it's like I said, it's meta and it's winking at you. And I, I can feel as a horror writer, I don't, well, I don't write horror, I write, period um haven't written horror before i should try that see what happens anyway <laughs> um we're known for procrastination we just are that's just the beast of it all and it, it may even just be um he's a copywriter i feel his pain i've, I've done that too for a living actually i'm a editor in real life so <laughs> anyway He's he's very he's shown as very basic and just a standard dude. You know what I'm saying? He, he you can tell he just write he does his copywriting, he pays his bills and um I don't know, something moved him and he's like, I'm gonna go to the cabin and write this novel, right? And even in the first couple of scenes of the movie, he's just generic and <laughs> basic. The Uber driver upstages him in the film and and had tips to um Josh for making that you know very clear what he's doing you know um and so you know when he does come upon fanny during his run or whatever and she's brash and she's in your face she's a woman of now you know what i mean she's a she's a very she's a she's a dare i and say it she's a she's a feminist lady in the world that's doing her shit you know um and that's is a source of annoyance for him and he, he expresses it you know he's uh i think 38 years old almost 40 and here's this very younger woman who already has a um bestseller yeah that shit sucks i, I feel you dude <laughs> but um even when they're, so they they're stuck in the woods perfect storm for what they have to do it was really really well shot and I gotta give uh, Josh credit and the cinematographer, cinematographer, and the music person, because it's all relying on them telling the story and using your imagination. That's why I was saying it was a hat tip to writers, because the whole thing is like writing a book. It's a audio book where you have to use your imagination to. Um, set the scenes for this these horror tales that they're telling none of them were scary hers were fanny the character fanny's were so much better than his um as she continuously points out the triteness of his characters they are extremely trite i get it i'm using trite as trite <laughs> but um you know it 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 does take a turn in there and it gets a little dark there's some cocaine usage i was like oh okay all right cocaine yeah 
how very 80s of y'all but i'm learning that coke is making a comeback across across the land don't do coke y'all <laughs> i'm not being judgy i'm just saying it's enough shit going on don't don't do it anyway damn i'm old anyway um so it's 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 got it earns its three stars it's um to quote one of my friends ryan if you're listening it is it is delightful it, it's very charming the way this story goes and i would say watch it um is it perfect nope <laughs> do i have questions yes um but i want to also give i'm giving uh hat tips to uh chris red as i said and Rebecca Drysdale, who plays the Uber driver. I'm giving them hat tips because they make the most out of the least uh, amount of screen time. They get, like, very minimal screen time, but they run away with the scenes that they're in. They literally are eating um, the scenes up. Very well done. Good job, you two. Good job to Josh. I don't know your other work. Because I'm, I'm, I didn't watch college. I don't watch college humor. Uh, <laughs> but this is a very good um, first start for his his i want to see more so um yeah the you know the is it perfect no like i said i think they could have taken about 15 minutes off of the runtime there's a um, scene in there where she uh, they go they go too many rounds and they're back and forth to their challenge where they're telling their tales and i think they could have taken out the last part where her apparently her book is called venus Eh, they didn't even really uh tell the story of venus you know what i'm saying we didn't really get that part in there so i think that part was kind of unnecessary we could have did without that 15 minutes shaved off would have been i may have given you three and a half stars then um because that kind of drag it made it the time drag and we don't want that um but like i said this it's well done the film is smart it's entertaining it's a very modern horror company so well done scare me streams well it's streaming now on a shutter account near you so i suggest you do two things go to horrorfortale.com and read my very unconvoluted <laughs> review and tune into your shutter account and watch shutter i need to work with uh my 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 dude there and see if i can get a code like a trial code or something to send some of y'all over there i need to do that with a lot of places hulu quibi or whatever because i keep referring you guys to to them and i'm not even sure you have accounts and i think you know they're they're doing some really good programming and um the second season of creep show is coming very soon and you they also have this thing called a ghoul log that constantly plays for 24 hours you can put that on if you're having a halloween party i don't know where you will be having halloween party at because you ain't having it if you live in the state of california (laughs) i don't know what the other rules and regulations of COVID, but if you just you know want to eat some junk food and sit in front of your tv and have the cool the gulag going shutter has one for you um and on to the third fucking film Popping y'all, it's your girl Gloria coming at you live. If you see a kid that's riding a bike two sizes too big for him, that's his little man trying to save the neighborhood. And speaking of saving the neighborhood, what's up with all these missing person flyers? Yo, check out the courthouse. They're turning it into apartments? Y'all know how this starts. Them white people with canvas bags? That's always the first sign. Hey, what you doing down here, bro? 
It's too late to fight back now. We are going to wipe you out like the vermin you are. We got vampires in the Bronx. Nobody gonna care that Slim disappeared. Why? Because he's a gangbanger? Nah, homie. Because he's from the Bronx, like us. There's a lot of things happening in this neighborhood right now. Keep your eyes open. All right. Yo, that was mad vague, dog. What do you uh, do for work? Real estate. Are you seriously out at night when you know there's a couple of vampires running around? We're gonna need some garlic and some wooden steaks, like right the hell now. Going to the nest and take out every last one of them. One night with you guys and I already have vampires and thugs trying to kill me. That was the trailer for our main feature, which is Vampires vs. the Bronx. I want to say, first off, I'm very biased about this movie because um, the director, Oz Rodriguez, um, gave an interview and I relate to what he was saying in an interview so hard. But let's just get into it first. Vampires vs. the Bronx is right now on Netflix. This is my first time doing a Netflix uh, review for a movie that I got. The after full disclosure, I saw it before it actually premiered. This is uh, me being a procrastinator. I recorded the earlier part <laughs> of the episode where I didn't let it snow and um and uh, um scare me Saturday. And today is actually uh, Wednesday night, so. Yeah, it's not as fresh in my brain as it was prior to, but we're going to push on. Anyway, this is directed by Oz Rodriguez. It was also written by Oz Rodriguez and Blase Hemingway. It stars Jaden Michael, Gerald W. Jones III, Gregory Diaz IV, Sarah Gaydon, Cliff Method Man Smith, Shay Wiggum, Coco Jones, Joel the Kid Mero Martinez, Chris Red again, Vladimir Kamano, Jermaine Harris, Adam David Thompson, Judy Marte, Richard Binkis, and Zoe Zandana. Um, it has a PG-13 rating, so know that first. And I rated this one three and a half stars, and you can read my full clear review <laughs> at horrorfatale.com. Um, and it, I basically love this movie because it's not for me i'm old ish <laughs> this is for young people and i call i would call this a starter horror for younger people i as i um repeatedly said i had very young parents um my mom was like 20 or something when i was born and so <laughs> they don't really know what they're doing <laughs> at that age or whatever so I kind of grew up with her in a way and so she my mom was really into horror movies so I was into horror movies just by default and so I watched um, horror early so I have a 13 year old niece and I I'm that bad aunt I started her with horror movie <laughs> really young and so we live almost 3,000 miles away but 
I often, when I watch something that I know is directed at her 13-year-old self, I'm like, watch it. She actually watched this, and she loves it. If she was doing this review, she would have gave it four stars. And I get that, because she is the target audience. Um, like I was saying, Oz Rodriguez did his interview, and he was saying how he grew up um, just like me. He's in that same age group. And... Um, he, you know, th those were the days of adventures, you know, those kid adventure movies, those Goonie movies. And for me, it was like Monster Squad and the Lost Boys, even Stand By Me and Sandlot, you know, these, those kids were having adventures. They were fighting monsters or in, you know, Sandlot's case, they were, you know, wrestling this Cujo dog for the ball back. You know, recently they kind of tried to do it again with, you know, Summer 84 and Super 8 where there were kids fighting monsters or aliens in, in those movies cases. And, well, there's a movie in 2011 called Attack the Block, right? And it's set in, you know, it's, it's set in London in what they call a states. Over here we call them projects, right? And so you had... John Boriega, very young Boriega, by the way, and Doctor Who herself, Jodie Whittaker, and Nick Frost were the stars of that movie, and that was directed by John Cornish, and I say look it up, but even it was an adventure, and for the first time, it wasn't a bunch of white kids, sorry, I hate to say it, it wasn't a bunch of white kids in the suburbs, like, you have, like, that's what you have with, like, Sandlot, I think you, they had, like, one black kid, um, Brandon Adams, I think that's his name, who was in that. He played Fool, by the way, and People Under the Stairs, but he was the only black kid. And, you know, Monster Squad, The Lost Boys, and Stand By Me, and those other movies, Super 8 and Summer 84, it's always in the white in the white areas of town, and it's all, like, the suburbs, and they're always white kids. And maybe one black kid they throw in. Like, even with It, you know, they throw in that one black kid, like, or whatever. Um... And so you here you have Attack the Block where they actually took it to, like I said, the estates. And those kids were fighting, you know, aliens, an alien attack. So now you have Slash here to Halloween 2020. And we have Oz Rodriguez with Vampires vs. Bronx, right? And the whole premise is a group of young friends from the Bronx fight to save their neighborhood from a band of vampires. And he wanted to do this because he, you know he grew up in the Dominican Republic and he watched many you know these adventure films with those kids but none of them looked like him and I understand that it's this is the perfect time for this movie because we are trying to turn the page and trying to, to diversify everything and horror horror you know is it's it's getting there you know we have some representation but not a whole lot and so I give him credit for doing this the 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 Three young men, the three kids, main kids. Well, I'm gonna go for some. I'm say the three main young men and one uh, teenage girl. They they run they run the gamut. You have the lead star who is Dominican, Afro Dominican. You have another the other kid who's the nerdy kid and he's he's Afro Puerto Rican. And you have the African American kid and you have a Haitian American teenage girl in there. So they checked all the boxes. And from what I know and remember of the Bronx, my folks are from Queens. <laughs> Big up to Queens. But um, the Boogie Down Bronx, that 
those four lives those are very representative of the bronx you know they used to call it the boogie down bronx back in the day or el Bronx because of the diversity that was going on flash forward to now the big bad takes on a lot of forms not only are these kids fighting vampires but they are fighting gentrification which has taken over the damn I mean, taking over Queens and the in Brooklyn, like man, you wouldn't even recognize Brooklyn if you have any reference. If you ever been to, if you were in Brooklyn in the '80s and the early '90s when I was when I was a kid, you would not recognize it. It is, ooh, it's so gentrified. Um, everywhere, you know, the bodegas and stuff have been replaced with places for people to 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 you know eat brunch. Not that there's anything wrong with brunch because I live in LA and I love brunch and I miss brunch. <laughs> We're never gonna have brunch again. But anyway, well, I guess you can have it outside. Open up, y'all. Let's have some brunch outside and everybody stay away from me. I want a bubble to go into. But anyway, um, so this is just a cool little movie for anybody that even if you don't know it, it the the whole movie you have the like i said the representation of the kids the people the language they they intertwine the language with um spanish with um with english and the slang and just the sounds of the streets you see that you you see the feel of of the bronx and you and you see in here and they even have a scene where the food and there's some empanadas and i'm like man why is I'm, why am i invited to this party anyway um it's not it is a pg-13 horror so there isn't it's not a bloody mess and you're not going to be scared at all but in terms of you know using good lord they did um i mentioned in my tweet when i was tweeting out about i think you guys really should watch this movie there's a scene where they you know they get to finally score off against the vampires and one of the little girls throws her tumbling boot at it I thought that was hilarious and, and very well done. There are a lot of moments like that where it's funny. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, wow, okay, this is funny. Um, I think these these three young men and this young lady did an excellent job holding their own. They're, they're, I think they're going to do well in this business if they continue to go forth. Um, they took time. You can. I want you guys to go read the full interview from them at horfatal.com <laughs> pimpin wares pimpin wares and um, where they explain how they were motivated to do this film and you know um and you get a little bit more clarity from the writer and director Oz Rodriguez and this is his first his first full film he he comes from a um a background of other things that I don't have time to um, disclose all of it but he has he has a resume but this is his first feature and I think he did a really good job it's gorgeously shot so had tips to the cinematographer and to him for the framing of the of the film and who knew I don't know if you guys watch Dios and Mero I don't really watch it I, I watched a couple of episodes when they were um well not watched but I used to listen to them more a little bit when they had their podcast but no they they've switched to tv anyway i didn't know he was a good actor but his he the kid mero joel martinez is really good in this i was i was surprised um it's uh met the man plays a priest (laughs) 
that was interesting but um he's he's pretty good and unbelievable as a priest which is shocking to me um I think it's like I said it's a it's a very coming of age and we're gonna save our neighborhood let's grab our bikes kind of thing that's exactly what they do and it's a really 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 fun feel-good kind of little film and it has it, it has that happy ending that you want um and it's you know slick and cool right like the Bronx right so I'm gonna highly recommend that you mosey on over this weekend and check it out it's currently streaming on Netflix and again ask you to read for a little bit just read the interview I I really think you guys would benefit from reading the interview from these kids and from the director to get a little bit more clarity on where they were coming from as they were making this and that is it for Vampires vs. Brooklyn see it watch it listen to it feel it Okay, we've come to the end of the road for this episode of HorrorFatale.com. Coming up next week, um, well, actually, it's streaming right now. It's called The Cleansing Hour, and I'll share a little bit of my thoughts on it. It's like a different tale of um, an exorcism, and it, it, it evokes a lot. Exorcism brought in with uh, social media very interesting it's currently playing on shutter and the mortuary collection will be debuting um come next week and we'll talk about it in its entirety on next week's episode of the podcast i'm gonna ask you to follow me on the socials on twitter at horfatel and on instagram at the horfatel so i bid you all a good night dolls and sweet nightmares And I, till the day we die, day we die, day we die. Yeah, yeah. Ex-girlfriend, how you been? I see you still trying to mess with other women, man. Remember when I first met you in my cousin's house? A week later, we was crushing on your mama couch. Now it's been said that big girls, they don't cry. But they <laughs> show lie. Look you in the eyes, saying you they own. You and I, till the day we die, said you never leave me lonely. Fly tenderoni, but you phony. Should've listened when my mama told me. Soon as I turn my back, you try to F my homies. That was then, this is now, I got a new friend. Ever since I cut them loose, since you wanna <laughs> add strife to my life. That make me think twice about leaving the wife even. Picture that, you ain't want me when you had me. Now you want your third baby daddy. And you hate to see your brother happy. So you're trying mad ways to trap me. Looking at my girl nasty, trying to throw the <laughs> From my black butterfly, dead on pack a lullaby, I sleep on her. She said you tried to creep on her. Up in the morning, they didn't know she had to reach on her. My boo, she go ahead and walk her dogs and represent woo to the fullest. You and Hunk can shoot the fair one. I bring it. You know what I'm saying? Stop playing. 
you and them beastly looking bras acting like y'all hurting something. Go ahead with that bull. <laughs> Yeah. 